0: trusted by the top names in the real estate industry like Kyle Whistle, Andrew Franklin, John Kitchens, and many more. Get ready to up your success and we'll help you achieve your business goals. Book your free consultation at spearrocketva.com and find out how we can make your life easier.
1: Hello, hello. Welcome back to another episode of the Icon Podcast. I'm your host Gianna and today we are getting to know Austin. Thank you for joining us.
0: You're very welcome. Thank you for having me.
1: Of course. So let's get started. Take us all the way back to the beginning. Who's Austin? Where are you from? What market are you in now? And how'd you get into real estate?
0: Okay. So I am in uh, Indiana's market. I like to, instead of saying a city, I like to try to work the whole state. Uh, And so we're primarily located in Northeastern Indiana. Uh, But uh, so from... Probably I'm 37 years old, married for about 15 years now, father of two. And since I was six, I have been around real estate. My father's been licensed now for over 30 years. So this is all I've ever done. It's all I've ever known. It's actually pretty sick when you think about what a normal life looks like and then what my life looks like. Mm -hmm. So living living out of condos, selling condos, uh, moving back and forth, house was always for sale, So real estate's been my life. I've been licensed now for about 18 years. And we started, like everybody, we started broke. Mm -hmm. And I had great guidance, but my dad wasn't there to necessarily hold my hand. So he was there to let me do, do my thing. And so my thing, like most people, was how do I make money and not have to do anything? It's freedom and flexibility. I want freedom and flexibility. And unfortunately, when you get into real estate, you definitely get those. But you also get no income normally with those two. So that's how it started.
1: Okay. well, cool. So since the beginning. And so then did you start with EXP or what brought you over to EXP?
0: So we, we started at uh, Coldwell Banker back in the early 90s is is where our home was. My father was a manager of the, at that time, it was the largest Coldwell Banker, I think, in the nation. And so we were there. We made a move to a local independent. After that, we were a Coldwell Banker for 15 years and then moved to a local independent for 15 years. Uh, from at that local independent, I went from pretty much, I say, the guy who was sweeping the floors or the lowest paid Uh, 1099 employee there as a real estate agent uh, to being the top agent there in my, I think right around 30. And what I found was I, I found that I was the big fish in the little pond Mm -hmm. and that only gets you so far. And so after, after becoming the top agent there and really changing, I want to say the culture, the, the way we think about things and the way we perform totally brought that into the company. I started training their agents and I was training about 70 of their agents while I was still the top agent, while I was, while I had the largest team there at the time. And it was a small team, but it was the largest team. And then, um, like probably a lot of your listeners, what I can say is they'll become a day in which you can only be led so far by certain people. And to get to the next level, you have to find new mentors. You got to have new voices speak into you. got to have, as John Maxwell saw, it's, it's a law of the lid. You can only grow into the lid. It's chapter one of his 21 laws of irrefutable leadership book. And I was at that point and I tried to raise the lid and the lid didn't want to be raised. <laughs> So we had to find a, another way uh, mm-hmm. to, to keep on our mission, to keep on our vision, to keep on our journey. And that's where it was funny. I reached out to one of my friends who I coach. Her name's Madhu Baker. Madhu Baker was the number one agent for EXP Realty in 2018, 2019. Mm-hmm.
1: And okay so I called her.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was, I was coaching the number one agent at EXP and she's just like, there's another way for you. There's a bigger, brighter, better way. What you're—you don't see what I see for you. And I, I remember it was a Saturday night. I'd just gone through—I just tried to raise the lid at my old brokerage, and you know what? They didn't have to raise the lid. They chose not to. They didn't have to. They're comfortable. Life's good for them. And and you know, we just have different drives and different visions. And it was a Saturday night, and she said, "I need you to come out to ExpCon." you have to see this. And I said, well, when is it? And she said, it's on Monday. Oh. And this was Saturday night. Now,
1: yeah.
0: not any of your viewers are going to know this, but one of the things I, I train on is scheduling your year in advance. Okay. So I don't, everything I have is already normally booked a year in advance. And so when she says on a Saturday night, she wants me to fly out to Vegas on Monday. Uh, The first answer is, hell no, that's not how this works. But then I asked myself a question. If I don't do this, am I going to be able to know what this company is? And the answer was no. So I flew out on a plane Monday morning. My wife was not happy with me at the time, but I knew what I had to do. And when when I got out to Vegas, I saw the quality of the people at this company. And I just said, this is a no brainer. Mm -hmm. it's, it's where I have to go now. I don't know. A lot of people said, you know, what I did was a Jerry Maguire moment. Like who's coming with me. Um, that was kind of what happened other than I didn't ask who's coming with me. I just left all by myself. Mm -hmm. We left, I left my whole team. I left my father. I left my 70 agents. I trained, I left my status. I left everything for a company that no one had heard of in my market.
1: Right. And that's not to say that like you weren't loyal to those people, but you know, putting your yourself and your career first, you knew that they didn't want to move the lid. They didn't have to, you know, everybody was comfortable. So you wanted to make that change for yourself. You took the risk. And, the and whole, you know,
0: next next thing, you know, we are here and life has never been the same. That's
1: fabulous. That's, well, yes. you loved the quality of people there, right? You said, EXP has some good people. There's things to learn. I'm coming over. What keeps you here? Not to say you'd ever leave, but what keeps you at eXp? I mean, they've got stock options, revenue share, collaboration. Or is the people still why you're there?
0: It's funny. I saw in uh, in our workplace, uh, somebody said, tell me why I should go to shareholders. And my first response to this person, who I have no clue who they are. There's 70 plus thousand people and I'm just one of them. And my my answer was the people. So... Right after this, I have a call here in 19 minutes with a guy who's at EXP, but who's somebody my father's been following for over 20 years. And just to be able to get in the same room as this guy is worth the ticket of admission. And so I would say the number one thing is always the it's always the people. Mm-hmm. Um, the money's great. You know, I, everyone's like, why do you wear EXP stuff? I'm like, do you know what they pay me? I mean, right. What's your brokerage pay you? I you will know, rep let's,
1: this brand.
0: Let's get real. You know, I have people that rep my Chevron Group stuff, and mm-hmm. you know, I rep my Chevron Group and EXP, and it's like because this is these are the people that help me succeed, right? And I got to you know give give glory where glory's due, and that's it's it's there. So. I'd say number one's the people. Number two is just the opportunity. There's no other opportunity out there that's like this. And I studied, you know, it's it's funny, right when I brought EXP to our market, um, the first call I I really got was from the owners of KW. And they said, hey, I want to have lunch with you or coffee. So we went and sat down and and I just really frankly just said, why didn't you ever recruit me? And he thought, well, I thought you were unrecruitable. I'm like, well, that's stupid. First off, don't ever make that mistake. Don't think somebody is unrecruitable because that guy just probably lost a $100,000 a year from not even giving me a phone call. And sometimes
1: Um, you want to be recruited. Like you're sitting there like, so you're going to sell me on this a little bit or do I have to ask my own questions?
0: (laughs) That's we all need it. I think our market mm-hmm. needs it. Um, we, because if somebody's not being recruited, then that means their leaders probably not doing everything they should be. Because they the leader thinks that this person's safe.
1: Yeah.
0: And the leader needs to give to them. That's mm-hmm. that's leadership. So, but I I remember sitting down and he said, "Hey, I want you to shut down EXP in our market, and I want you to be an owner here at KW." I thought that's a, gr- that's a great offer, you know, a little late, but that's a, that's a great offer, but I'm pretty sure this model that EXP has, I would do better not having the liability, not having the limited growth potentials, franchise, the, the financials would be better. I believe I'm better off just to be an individual agent than to own a KW. And I got friends that own KWs across the country, uh, beautiful brand, just I'm looking for more.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, and that's what yeah. EXP
1: has to offer. I mean, you can scale it to what you want to be. You know, If you want to build an entire empire, that's all you. EXP has the resources to do that. You don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just run with it. But if you want to sell a house or two a year and pay that monthly membership, then fine, that too. But it's, it is what you make it here at EXP.
0: One hundred percent. That's that's one of the beautiful things about it. it's one of the complicated things about it too is it's everything to everybody. So understand when you come over to this company understand what your vision and, and what your path is, because if you don't know what that is. Then you have all these options coming at you and it can get it can get a little uh, I don't use the word overwhelming, but like you're going to see all these opportunities. And if you're not disciplined and you're not focused to say this is what I want, you're going to have all these opportunities and you might not get to where you're trying to get to as fast because you're saying yes to everything. And the key in life is to say no to about everything.
1: Okay, that's a good point. So. You know, you're a busy guy. You say no to just about everything. I'm just kidding. Um, but what do you do to take care of Austin? You know, how do you avoid burnout? How do you keep that work life balance?
0: So the Chevron group is, is our team. We started with one <laughs> two years ago. It's just me. Um, and we've grown to over 30 agents now. Just that's on the team, not not in our whole organization. And one of the things that I train on with the Chevron group is the rest run cycle. That is, that is really what's key. So being around this industry for 30 years, what I found is agents at best are operating at 50 to 60%. Mm -hmm. They might be working 80 hours a week, but they're not getting the production done because they, they're burned out. They're, they're a hamster on a wheel. They just keep spinning. And they're like, I don't know how I would do any more. I'm already working 80 hours a week. And so one of the things for me that I've that I've studied and I implement is the rest run cycle in my business. And what that looks like is, and this is me personally where I'm at in my life, in my business, is I work three weeks a month and I take one week and travel. Okay. And so that's my that's my cycle. So what that does is it puts an extreme like focus on my work for three weeks, and the amount of work I get done in three weeks is probably the same amount of work people get done in six months. Um, And there's a law that actually talks about that. It's called Parkinson's Law, and what Parkinson's Law says is what time you give something to, it will expand to.
1: Okay. So.
0: We have use what use high school for an example. If you had a test due in 30 days, when did you start working on your test or your project?
1: The night
0: before. The night before. <laughs> now, if it was due in 15 days, when would you start to do it? On the day night 14. Before. If it was due in two days, when would you do it?
1: Still the night so, before.
0: So, so now, okay, so that idea took a 30-day project down to two. Now, imagine if you did that in business. Imagine if you took your yearly goals and made them monthly goals, or if you took your yearly goals and made them uh, you know semi-annual goals yeah. and you just took these projects and you chunked them down. or if you took your time, most people take one, two trips a year, vacations at most. <laughs> and now imagine if you did that every month. I am constantly coming into Parkinson's law which says I only have this much time. And so I gotta focus, I gotta get this stuff done because in a week I'm now resting. And then when I get back, it's like, hey, I only have this much time. Mm-hmm. And so it was funny. One of our one of our partners and friends, he he came to me once and he said, Austin, I I can't get any more done. I'm not being, you know, I need to do more, but I don't have any time. And after quizzing them down and questioning them, what I asked him, I said, Are you working every day like the day before you go on vacation? You know, that day before you go on vacation, how like you are on, I would hire you for that day. The rest of the time, I don't want you, but the day before you go on vacation, I want your production that day.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And he said,
0: yeah, you can you following me? Mm-hmm. So, so I said, are you working every day? Like it's a day before you go on vacation. He goes, absolutely not. Then I said, I think you have too much time. Mm-hmm. So he's coming to me saying he doesn't have any time and I'm telling him he has too much time. completely completely flipped it on him and what we found is he had too much time he wasn't working every day like it was his last day
1: Mm -hmm. and just kind of like you know putting tasks off, where like oh like I could do that tomorrow where he could have probably easily gotten that off his plate today to be more efficient tomorrow is that kind of where you're getting at
0: yeah um there's a priority level too you got to understand priority levels and you know, it's funny. Just before we got on this call, I sent my whole team a message. Just said, "Hey, I'm out for the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not leaving. I actually leave in four weeks, but I'm out for the next two weeks. I'm going to be unavailable. I got I got a full schedule, and if you need something, call someone else. Uh, mm-hmm. Unless this thing is on fire, it's going to burn down the building. I'm I just I got my focus in place, and I need to I need to rock and roll. So yeah, and that's it's all about prioritizing, and it, and it takes time to understand what is my priorities.
1: Right. But you also at the same time, like you've built your team up, you've given them the resources. They have other leaders, you know, that can answer that for them. It's not like you're leaving them in the dark. And, like, oh, this, absolutely not. Like that. You know, somebody could just implement tomorrow. You can, but you you have to work towards it. You know, you don't want to abandon your team, but you do want to work like every day you're getting ready to go on vacation. That's... Think about that efficiency.
0: Yeah. So our team's one of the unique things about our team that I have I haven't seen across the country. Um, we have it, first off, we have a completely different model than I've ever seen anywhere in the country. Uh, we actually on next on Tuesday, March twenty second, we're uh, holding an event to explain what we do and how we grew. Um, but the the one thing that is unique is we have three previous managing brokers on our team.
1: Okay.
0: Think of that for a second. 10% of our team, not including me, mm-hmm. are previous managing brokers of a company. Can you think of another team that has that kind of firepower behind it?
1: Right. And like to dumb explain this, right, is like they had a brokerage, they were in charge, right? And they saw EXP's model, they decided to wrap it all up, jump over, become an affiliate broker with EXP, and now they're rocking it.
0: On our team.
1: On the chevron, team. not in our
0: organization, on mm-hmm. the team. So imagine that. That's
1: awesome. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's that's really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, you it's, have to. That's a, that's a powerful team you have there, you know, and good good mentors within the team as well for for newbies you bring in as well.
0: Hundred percent.
1: That's awesome. I love that. So you know, you you obviously have high production. You've won the icon award. You know, you're rocking it with your team. You've got your schedule a year ahead of itself. Can you, in your own words, explain the Icon Award and the benefits that it's brought to you and the production that you had to do to get to it?
0: Yeah, that's actually um, that's 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 great because that leads into something else I was thinking. So. Um, icon award, you know, you, for me in my area, you got to do about 30 transactions. I was averaging. I don't sell real estate anymore personally. Um, our team will close hopefully about 500 transactions this year in our second year, or this is our third year now. Uh, but personally, I've, I, as my coach said to me, you can't be a top producer and a leader at the same time. So for anybody listening right now. You can't be a top producer and a leader at the same time. Those are two different jobs. Mm-hmm. And they're pulling they're pulling at you this way. And so I had to make a decision a couple of years ago that I, you know, being top of top of my market, you know, in 2016 I closed 88 transactions by referral. That's my business. It's always been by referral. And so to close 30 transactions means I have to have for me personally because I refer my business to my team. I got to close like a hundred plus deals and that's it's a math problem but here's what that did when i when i got to that point um i received the icon award the icon award then put me to exp's staff and exp staff are some beautiful people absolutely beautiful and i've been training our team and agents on a i have a series through one of our companies called chevron coaching And you can visit Chevron, just chevroncoaching.com and through Chevron coaching, we have a series called the agent success program live in which I train weekly, our team, and we invite in our guests. Well, I've been working on that program now for about 12 years and the pro or not 12 years, six years. And the program's really defined to help people live a better life while selling a ton of real estate see everybody coaches on how to sell the problem is is when you teach people just how to sell their lifestyle goes out of whack and if their lifestyle is out of whack then their sales are going to go out of whack and at the end of the day the purpose of a business is to help somebody support their lifestyle that they want so going back into exp university i met a lady named judy slack who is a beautiful individual and i said judy do you, would you mind if I brought my 12 modules to eXp? And she said, absolutely, that would be awesome. And so I got to work on my my training with thousands, thousands of real estate agents and get my feedback and really figure out how does this stuff work? I know it worked for me, but how does it work for the masses? Well, last year I was awarded the 2021 Instructor of the Year for eXp, which is... Wow. Yeah, that was a pretty cool award to receive that says, Hey, out of 75,000 people, there's 205 people allowed to train the 75,000 out of 205. You brought the best value you did the most. And, and so now what that does is that's starting to put me in different rooms. And these different rooms have different people. And these people that I'm in these rooms are people you can't always get into unless you've done something and provided value to others. And so just the Icon Award, just that alone, what that can lead to, let alone the financial benefits. The financial benefits outweigh any other company anywhere. Mm -hmm. That's great. What it's really about is the people. And that that award led me to certain people at EXP, which then led me to other people, which is then gonna lead me to everybody else. And one day they'll look back and say, How did how did you do this, Austin? I said, I just followed the people. Right. I just kept getting in rooms, you know. If I can't, as Grant Cardone said, if I if if I can't sit at the table, can I at least serve it?
1: Sure. Okay, yeah. And like it seems like EXP, that's been, you know, your whole drive here is the people and you know, learning more, getting into the next room, not being the smartest person there in the room, knowing that there's more to learn, and that's really admirable. Uh, obviously, it's, it's shown in uh, your track record here, the success that pays off for that. So congratulations on all of that. So as a leader, you know, and say that there's maybe a new EXP agent watching, maybe somebody that's new to EXP and real estate altogether, and they're thinking, oh my gosh, should I... Should I strive for the Icon Award? Is that even worth my time and energy? You know, in just a few sentences, what's some advice to to the newbies?
0: Well, I think it always goes back to what it's what's somebody's goals. Mm -hmm. Um, Icon's just it's just a result of something else. So I would start back with what are your goals, and it's in our agent success program that that I run. Our module one is goals. Without goals, nothing else is going to work. You know, I opened up our success coaching um, book. It's a 200-page book here, and the first thing is, why are you here? Mm-hmm. And so, I think to answer that question, we have to start with: is what is your purpose? What What are you trying to do? What are you trying to achieve? Why are you trying to achieve it? And if that aligns with production and sales, then why aren't you being the best that you can be and you can do? There's a um, There's a little quote that I have on my calendar at my office that says. Only undertake what you can do in excellent fashion. There are no awards for average. So okay. if, what, if you're trying to be the top producer, you're trying to provide for your family, or if you're trying to provide for a, a local cause, whatever you're trying to do, be the best at it. And if it's sale, if you're in real estate and it's sales, that will lead you to the icon status.
1: Absolutely, you're right. And, you know, but you got to have a plan. Stay structured when you're chasing a goal like that. So um, you were on the outside once looking into EXP. You liked it. You flew out to Vegas for it. You risked being in the doghouse with the wife for it. And you saw that the grass was greener and you're like, you know what? I'm going to check it out. But there are some people out there. They see the grass is greener. They're still skeptical. They're like, this is a pyramid scheme. There's a catch. I don't want to hear it. What would you have to say to those people with the closed minds?
0: So it, that's, that's funny. Cause I was once them
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the, Two words that I would have said to myself it, are the words open to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I would use the words open to. Would you be open to looking at this? And those words open to, if somebody's not open to something, open to uh, their understanding something at a deeper level, understanding something just in general, gaining the knowledge, if you're not open to something, I want to know why. Tell me why you would not be open to looking at something. Uh, And normally the answer that we find is comfort. Mm -hmm. People are comfortable. And let me tell you, comfort will kill you. It'll It'll kill your dreams. It'll kill your motivation. It'll kill your legacy. It'll kill your family's fortune. Stop being comfortable and go get uncomfortable. And so when I talk to people, it's just I ask a simple question. Would you be open to looking at this? I don't care what you do. My job is just to educate. And so I use the words open to. Would you be open to looking? And if they say no, then I would say, why? Well, I'm happy where I'm at. Well, what makes you so happy? Are you
1: happy or are you
0: content? It's comfortable. That's normally what it is. It's normally comfort. And then it's a a lack of desire to take, to go from good to great. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure nine, uh, probably more like 60% of the real estate agents, they're, they're comfortable. They're good. Life's good. Well, what would it look like if it was great? Let me tell you, I'm 37 years old and I'm retired from real estate. I retired right. at 35. Life's good. Now, I still help a lot of people, but I've retired from one job and now we've, we're working on another And I'll still personally sell more houses with my team than 99% of the people. But I've retired from an industry that does one thing really well. And that's put other people's urgencies on you. Mm -hmm. And that's what we sign up for. So just anybody who's new, just understand you're signing up for other people's urgencies and urgency creates stress. And that's why you get paid so well. So remind yourself that when you get your big fat paycheck that you signed up for other people's urgencies, Mm -hmm. it's worth it. It's worth it.
1: Absolutely. You got to take care of yourself. You got to put in the hours, but in the end, you know, you'll see the reward. Austin, I know you got to hop off here pretty quick, like right now, actually. So I wanted to thank you so much for joining us today. I would love to do a spinoff with you sometime learn a little more about the theories that you'd use and planning your year in advance. So uh, let's get that on the books.
0: Love it. Love it. I appreciate your time today.
1: Of course. Thanks for joining and we'll talk to you soon.
0: Thank you.